Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Thursday, 4th August, 2022. Our bit today comes from Jeremiah 33, verse 3, which says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee mighty or inaccessible things which thou knowest not. And yes, friends, we are moving right along. No haste, no hurry but just a steady pace of life and times as Thursday opens somewhat cloudy. But I have a question for the weather people. Whatever happened to the rainstorm we were expected to get last night? eh? My computer was pointedly telling me rain coming. In the early evening hours, the skies became black like tar, and you believe that the whole sky was going to open up and drench and or drown us with heavenly blessings. But all we got was a mere sprinkle, a dusting of rain, so to speak. And this morning, it's again cloudy out there. With what's going to happen, no one seems to know. Some other area must have gotten a good downpour, but we certainly didn't. Meanwhile, the earth, the flowers, the trees, and the animals In other words, Mother Nature is crying out for thirst. But you know what? My theory on the subject is that the strong winds we've recently been experiencing are blowing away the rain clouds. Yes, we now have stronger than normal winds regularly blowing in our area. And I'm chuckling here because when that happens, I invariably tell the Duchess, that the wind's going to blow away the rain. She laughs at me, but I usually turn out to be right. (laughs) That brings us to these marvelous words spoken by the prophet Jeremiah on the Lord's behalf when he promised a glorious return from from captivity to his people Israel. The Lord spoke thus, Call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee mighty or inaccessible things which thou knowest not. Now, why was that necessary? Because Judah had turned away from the Lord God of their forefathers and adopted the paganistic cult of their neighbors, and thus he allowed them to be taken into captivity in Babylon. Consequently, God had stopped hearing their pleas for mercy from their captivity in a foreign land. Yes, friends, when we have broken our covenant with the Lord, he stops hearing our requests. As the psalmist so rightly points out, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. And you can find that in Psalm 66, 18. And the scholars tell us that where there is godless living, and they reference Isaiah 56, 11 to 12, or lack of concern for others in their need, Isaiah 58, 6 to 9, where the characteristics of true religion are explained there, carelessness with regard to the clear instruction of the word of God, you can find that in 35, 17, then God cannot honor the one who prays. Rather, such a one stands in danger of divine judgment. 
and they reference Zechariah 7, 8 to 14. And that's where the prophet Zechariah talks about the disobedience of Judah that led to their captivity. And you know what, my brethren? Those are the very same things that we are guilty of in these supposed modern times. We've turned away from God, not doing the things found in his word, not taking care of each other, being godless and greedy. Thus, he stopped hearing our maudlin, self-pitying and insincere prayers and allowed us to live on our own as we so desperately wanted. Now, look at the results of that foolish decision. Huh? Our world is full of strife, war, anger, and hatred. Meanwhile, peace, love, and righteousness have fled away. Is that the way we truly want to live, my people? I very much doubt it. But that means sincerely turning back to God, our creator and provider. And why is that? Because as the scholars tell us, where intimacy of communion exists with God, he answers the call of his own. And they give us a whole set of references there like Job 13, 22, 14, 14, Psalms 22, 24 to 25, 91, 15, 102, 1, and Isaiah 58, 9, as well as 65, 24. And you know what? All those verses speak about calling on the Lord for help in times of trouble. They tell us that he's the only true help we have in this mishmash world. So, my fellow saints in Christ, the only way to reverse some of the many problems we are now experiencing is to get back into intimate communion with our Heavenly Father. And the only way to do that is like Isaiah says, Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. But here comes the kicker. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke that's of sin and godliness, the putting forth or pointing of the finger, and speaking vanity or wickedness, and if thou draw out or extend thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity or darkness, and thy darkness or gloom be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought or dry places and make fat that strengthen thy bones. And thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. <laughs> oh, my friends. That's what comes to us when you practice true religion and true intimacy with God. And isn't it certainly much better than what we are currently experiencing? Of course. So why are we so foolish, stubborn, pig-headed, and unwilling to turn back to the God of our forefathers? Eh? I really don't know. Nah? Is it because the push and pull of Satan and his iniquity workers is so strong that we can't escape its grasp? I certainly hope not. Otherwise, crap will smoke with pipe. Oh, my people, 
please remember that our God is stronger than the powerless, deceitful devil. So if we truly want to escape him, we can do it with God's help. So please, let's stop making silly, childlike, selfish excuses for the way we are living now. And instead, try to turn back to a way of life where, as the Lord promised through Isaiah, and it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. And that comes from Isaiah 65, 24. Now, isn't that a most wonderful way to live? Getting answers before we even call and him hearing us while we are yet speaking? It certainly is. And we can return our lives to that glorious time if we sincerely and diligently use the many undeserved blessings that the Lord has so generously bestowed on us to do his earthly work. And what are those blessings, you ask? We call them our Thursday blessings, and we'll activate them right now by declaring, would you believe I spelled declaring wrong? Can't seem to spell it right three days on a whole. But anyhow, we're going to go and declare those thirsty blessings right now. So, as one strong voice, I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I am blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I'm blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now. In the name of Jesus, I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare it today and every day. Amen. And our friends, as true believers in and workers for Christ, we need to go out and use those blessings to encourage others to come to him so that they can receive his awesome gifts of love mercy, grace, salvation, and eternal life. Much love. And the postscript for today says, we obviously can't handle our own affairs, so why not try the other option available? That's living for Almighty God. And that's common sense, friends. If one option not working and we have another one, then why not try that one? And we all know that living for Christ will work, but we need to try it and try it sincerely. So please, let's get out there as we say every day and do our best to live for Christ. Because that's the only way we'll ever improve our world. And we pray this in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.